Can you believe it? The end of the first quarter of college football's regular season is upon us. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, getting you ready for all of Saturday's big games across college football. I'm John Rawl, and this the end of the week edition of the Y'all Show, where we get you ready for all of the NCAA action and the Y'all Show, a show available Monday through Thursday. In that form, it's all about the South with news, opinion, a little country music news from time to time, lots of cooking and barbecue information. But then on Fridays and into the weekend, the Y'all Show morphs into the Y'all Kickoff Show. And that's what you got right here, all college football for two solid hours. And on the Y'all Kickoff Show today, we're going to walk you through all of the top 25 action that's going on in college football. We're going to put a special emphasis on the Big 12 in just a few minutes, our barbecue bear. Barrister Matt Hermans will return with a quick little take on the difference between college football games on Saturday and NFL games on Sunday, what that means from a grilling standpoint. He'll let us know that, and then he'll change over to his barbecue barrister hat into his Big 12 barrister hat, and he'll let us know what's going on in the Big 12 this weekend. Not exactly the most exciting weekend of Big 12 football, but the barrister's going to tell us about it and tell us how Texas is going to rebound after their tough loss at home last week to LSU. All that coming up here in just a few minutes in our Big 12 spotlight. And then at the end of this first hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show, our friend General Gridiron, he's got his uniform nice and spiffy, and he's ready to bark out the commands for week three of college football it will be fun to hear what he's projecting for florida kentucky and some of the other big contests going on in college football this weekend will clemson actually beat syracuse this time in the carrier dome the general will tell us at the end of this hour when we get to hour two we do have a very special guest lined up for us and that's peter burns of the sec network the native of louisiana who's been a part of the SEC Network since it started five years ago. We're going to go to Charlotte and be joined by Peter Burns, and we'll get Peter Burns' take on week three of the SEC games. We've got some good ones, like Alabama packed their bags, and they're in Columbia, South Carolina, for a game against Will Muschamp's Fighting Roosters this weekend. And we'll get Peter Burns' take on that one, plus the other goings-on of the SEC from Mr. Burns. All that at the start of Hour 2. Then our friend Jonathan Lifehite of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. He's going to come on in Hour 2 to break down all of the ACC fun this weekend. The North Carolina Tar Heels have been on a tear, and we are going to find out what Jonathan thinks of Mac Brown's squad that has knocked off South Carolina and Miami to start his re entry into college football in chapel hill north carolina all that in our acc spotlight and again we'll talk to jonathan about that syracuse clemson game is syracuse gonna get off the schneid you know last week they they got their you know what handed to them when they went down to college park and faced off against the maryland turtles and now they're going to be back for the home opener at the carrier dome against the tigers and we'll find out what jonathan lifite again of cbs sports digital what he's got to say about this one in upstate new york and then as we wrap up today's y'all kickoff show we've got college football land yap we'll take a look at some of the group of five matchups as well as some of the fcs matchups of college football now does that not sound like a fantastic show you betcha all right let's go through the top 25 games that are scheduled for this football saturday first off you've got the georgia bulldogs hosting the arkansas state red wolves at sanford stadium an emotional day in athens as a lot of fans are going to show up wearing pink and we'll tell you why in our sec spotlight 
in today's y'all show indiana hosts the ohio state buckeyes osu ranked number six in the country and they go to memorial stadium in bloomington for this early game on saturday hey it's the keystone classic penn state hosts pittsburgh at beaver stadium and these two teams now getting together for the 100th time today or this weekend and we'll tell you about that as we get to that spot of the y'all show in the acc report maryland after the big win against syracuse last week they're going to travel just a little bit north to philly and at lincoln financial field the temple owls await for a high noon eastern time kickoff new mexico the lobos will be in south bend a little bit of an unusual matchup here with the irish facing off of this this team that yes they are in the fbs ranks but they're not a power five school a little unusual for the irish ranked number seven in the country to have this alabama and south carolina are the mid-afternoon matchup the debut on cbs sports the Vern lundquist special as i call it although he's not part of the broadcast but this at williams bryce stadium 330 columbia time kick stanford goes all the way to orlando the cardinal which got bounced last week in los angeles against the trojans now go against the knights of ucf in a mid-afternoon clash in orlando the trojans the aforementioned trojans are going to be going to provo they have the byu cougars fresh off a big win on rocky top and these two get together mid-afternoon in utah at lavelle edwards stadium the arizona state sun devils go to michigan state for a game in the afternoon that televised on the fox sports on regular fox actually and on the fox sports one network you got the battle of iowa iowa state hosts the hawkeyes at jack trice stadium that a four eastern three central kick the Idaho State Bengals are going to be at Utah for an FCS versus Power 5 matchup at Rice-Eccles Stadium. The Kent State Flashes go to Auburn, and they've got the Auburn Tigers waiting, a top-10 Auburn football team. This at Jordan-Hare Stadium set to kick at 7 Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN2. And then the revenge game, perhaps, for Florida. The Gators go all the way to Kroger Field, Commonwealth Stadium in Lexington, where the Kentucky Wildcats await. This game televised on ESPN and 7 p.m. Lexington time kick. Congratulations to the Lamar Cardinals. They're back in College Station. And Lamar is going to be taking on the Texas A&M Aggies, ranked 16th in the country this game set for Kyle Field at 7 Eastern, 6 p.m. Aggieland time. That Clemson-Syracuse battle begins at 7.30 Eastern at the Carrier Dome. LSU takes on Ed Orgeron's alma mater, the Northwestern State Demons. This game set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Death Valley time. The Hawaii Rainbow Warriors will be packing their bags and heading to Washington. The Huskies await this team from the islands, and this game at Husky Stadium set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central time kick on the Pac-12 network. FSU tries to have a little bit more compelling win. Last week, they escaped with a missed PAT by Louisiana Monroe, and the the Seminoles now head up to Charlottesville with a game against the number 25-ranked Virginia Cavaliers. This game at Scott Stadium commences at 7.30 Eastern on the ACC network. Fox, the primetime special on Fox is UCLA and number five Oklahoma from the Rose Bowl. Texas is going to be in Houston. Their game at NRG Stadium. There's actually a doubleheader at NRG Stadium here on this weekend, as you had on Friday. The Houston Cougars hosting the Washington State Huskies in the Advocare Texas kickoff. That thing is usually that Labor Day weekend, but this year the Friday night lights between the Huskies and the Houston Cougars, and then follow that up with Saturday's matchup again. The Rice Owls, which have not lost or which have not beaten Texas since the early 90s. 
the Owls and Texas, ranked number 12 in the country, the Longhorns. They face off at NRG Stadium with an 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Houston time kick on the CBS Sports Network. Portland State, which was just at Arkansas a couple weeks ago, they're not having to travel quite as far. They'll be at Boise State for a matchup on ESPN2. This set for a 10-15 Eastern, 9-15 Central kick and another FCS versus Power 5 matchup. The Montana Grizz and the Oregon Ducks are at Altson Stadium, Eugene, Oregon, for a game on the Pac-12 Network that starts at 10 45 Eastern. And that's your top 25 rundown here on this third weekend of the college football season. Let's go over a few headlines before we start diving into more of the specifics of these matchups. Joe Burrow, the LSU quarterback, had minor injury but chose to keep practicing it on Wednesday, according to his head coach, LSU coach Ed Orgeron. And Orgeron said on his weekly radio show this week that quarterback Burrow, the senior, could have skipped practice earlier with a minor but unspecified injury, but he opted to keep going. And I guess that shows the kind of determination this guy's got. He said that he had to coach. He told the coach, I've got to keep my rhythm, keep rhythm. That Johnny Cash song comes in handy right now. Burrow was observed working out at norm as a normal procedure during the early portion of practice that is open to the media. Orgeron also said on his radio show that he did on at Monday's news conference that defensive lineman Richard Lawrence and Glenn Logan will not play Saturday against Northwestern State. He said that outside linebacker Kalavan Chason remains questionable for the Tigers. LSU ranked number four in the country, and they take on Ed Orgeron's alma mater at 6.30 Baton Rouge time in Tiger Stadium, a game televised on the SEC Network. And I saw, I'll never forget, one of the rare wins that Ed Orgeron had in his time in Oxford coaching the Ole Miss Mississippi Landsharks was a game against Northwestern State in the 2000, I think, seven season. And I'll never forget that Northwestern State got the ball at their kickoff at the start of the game. And in two plays, they drove it down the field and scored a touchdown. So maybe his Tigers will be a little bit more prepared for the Demons here in 2019. But yes, things were definitely not so rosy for Orgeron back in his time in Oxford. But a lot of things have improved for the coach. And we'll find out how big of a battle those demons put up against the Tigers here in Death Valley Valley on this football Saturday. Now, speaking of injuries, Joe Burrow may be good to go for the game against Northwestern State. But Kentucky, unfortunately, Terry Wilson is out for the year. And so who are the Wildcats going to turn to for the first time this season without having Wilson under quarterback? It's going to likely be Sawyer Smith as Wilson led the Wildcats to their first 10-win season since 1977 and was well on his way to a 2-0 start in Week 2 before he left with a knee injury in the second half of that win over Eastern Michigan. And unfortunately, the Cats are having to come up with a different plan. And Sawyer Smith, a transfer from Troy, he's been on campus for just more than a month, but he looks like he's going to be the guy that is going to be called on to lead the Kentucky Wildcats in their game against the Florida Gators. He played in 19 games at Troy and was the MVP of the Dollar General Bowl last year for the Trojans. He's from Cantonment, Florida, and attended Tate High School near Pensacola. Originally committed to UCF while still a high school recruit before winding up at Troy and now with the Wildcats. But there's your new name, Sawyer Smith of the Kentucky Wildcats, now leading that program in what they hope will be another win against the Florida Gators here in Week 3. 
More quarterback news from the SEC ranks. Nick Starkle has been named the Arkansas quarterback. Starkle, a graduate transfer from Texas A&M, is replacing Ben Hicks for the game against Colorado State as the Rams come into the Ozarks for a battle this weekend. After Hicks struggled against Mississippi Landsharks last week, Starkle stepped in and went 17 for 24 for 201 yards and a touchdown. Sure enough, Arkansas looked pretty and uh, pretty pretty pathetic in that game at Vault Hemingway Stadium offensively, and maybe with the switch over to Starkle, they're going to have a lot more momentum and a lot more ammunition on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Chad Morris in his press conference on Monday said it wasn't so much what Ben did or didn't do; it's what Nick did well that's good enough reason right there for the switch to starkle who got some playing time during his days in Aggieland, but ended up transferring out of that program and now finds himself at arkansas where he's going to be called on to do great things and now do you want to know what college football's most valuable teams are well the report is just out from forbes.com and Texas A&M is the most valuable program in college football. And Texas of the Big 12 is at number two. Both of these schools had about the same amount of revenue brought in. And that was well over $100 million in a three-year average revenue for these two monster programs in the Lone Star State. It's just big business college football. And the impact that these programs, again, neither one of them have had national championships in more than a dozen years. And both of these Texas schools just doing great when it comes to making moolah. And now we know that they are the number one and number two programs for most valuable teams, the amount of revenue. In fact, the sports 25 most valuable college football programs, they combined to earn an average of $1.5 billion in profit on an average annual revenue of $2.7 billion. So there's a, what a $1.2 billion loss when you have a big-time college football program, but you make $1.5 billion profit. No wonder these programs are so well-blessed. Let me run through some of the Southern teams in this top 25. Believe it or not, the national champion Clemson is at number 25. They just barely got in as they have a average profit, a three-year average profit, of somewhere just around $30 million on that average there. Mississippi's at 24. You have coming in at number 16, a tie between the Gamecocks of South Carolina and Arkansas. FSU is at 15. Tennessee, hey, good things for Tennessee, at least from a financial standpoint. They're number 12 there on Rocky Top. LSU is at 11. Auburn checks in at number 10 on the valuable programs of college football. Auburn is at 10. UF is number 9. Notre Dame is 8. Georgia 7, Oklahoma 6, the Ohio State is 5. You have Alabama checking in at number 4, Michigan at 3, and then Texas at 2, Texas A&M at 1. Again, college football's most valuable teams of 2019, according to Forbes. And you can go to the article at Forbes.com and pick up a copy and, and, and decide, dissect this all you want and find out how in the world these teams making so much darn money. Maybe you should be a college football program if you get a chance and that's a quick look at what's going on in college football, but we got to break down games. And when we come back after the break, our buddy Matt Hermans is going to break down the grill and tell us what's going to be perhaps going on there this weekend. But also, he's going to weigh in on the Big 12, some fun games going on in that conference this weekend. And we'll walk through it. And then, reminder, coming up later this hour, General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Foretelling is going to come on with his bold picks for the week. All that ahead on the Y'all Kickoff Show.
Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offerings 916-19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. <sighs> For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. Yeah, I got other things, uh, you know, I, I kind of put off honeydews and stuff like that for Sunday because I know I'm not going to be glued to the TV. I, some people will be. I understand that. But everybody's you got you got work coming up on Monday. You know, you don't want to go too crazy and have have too much fun because, you know, you're going to have to get up and, and back to the grind on Monday, whereas Saturday you got that nice Sunday cushion. So, um, you know, a lot of people go to church as well. And, uh, you know. When I get back from church, it's usually 1130 or so. So you're kind of late in the day and, um, you know, you get a late start. So it's maybe not the best time for a long, low smoke. You're not going to put a pork butt on there and, and, you know, microwave it for six hours at 700 degrees. You're not going to do that. So uh, some reason I think Sunday lends itself better to grilling than it does smoking. So uh that's what I usually do. I usually grill. That's what we did on Sunday. We did some steaks and some veggies and things like that. And it was great. Uh, but you like, you know, I like to wrap it up early on Sunday, uh, get ready for work on Monday, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I don't think Sunday lends itself to kind of the same relaxed kind of party atmosphere that Saturday does, in my humble opinion. Well, now we know the difference between the pros and the amateurs not only on the gridiron, but also at the grill. Thank you, Matt Hermans, our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. He appears each Tuesday on the Y'all Show. If you want to go give it a listen, go to y'all.com. And right there on y'all.com is the Y'all Show breakdown of shows. And check it out each Tuesday. 
Matt Hermans comes on with a report on Big 12 football, but also he talks all about grilling. And you can learn so much. The guy knows his stuff. He brings it. He's a starting quarterback when it comes to grilling. And we're glad that he's a part of the Y'all Show. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, getting you ready for Saturday's action. And it's time now for our Big 12 barrister to come back and put on his football helmet and discuss all that's going on in the conference that we call the Big 12. And when we start looking at the action here this weekend, K-State and M-State, that would be Kansas State at Mississippi State. NC State travels to Morgantown to take on the Mountaineers. Oklahoma State, they don't have to go too far. they got to go to Chapman Stadium in Tulsa to take on the Golden Hurricane on this football Saturday. It's the Cyhawk Trophy on the line in Ames as the Hawkeyes visit the Big 12's Iowa State Cyclones. TCU will be at Purdue. Oklahoma has the Troy Aikman Bowl against UCLA. And Texas goes to Houston at NRG Stadium where they will try to beat Rice for another time. I don't think Rice has won since the early 90s in this matchup. Texas Tech will be out in Tucson to take on the Wildcats. Let's kind of go through the lineup here on this weekend's lineup of games. Matt Hermans, K-State and Mississippi State. Your thoughts on that one? Uh, should be an interesting game. Kansas State um, obviously beating up on some lesser competition, but uh, scoring 52 points has been a long time since Kansas State was able to score that amount. Mississippi State, uh, tough at home. Uh, I might take Mississippi State in a squeaker, but this might be two teams that match up well, kind of uh, – smash mouth on both sides of the ball i kind of like this matchup yeah this is the early game on espn and then west virginia tries to make things a little bit more acceptable in the mountains as the Wolfpack out of the acc come into milan pusker stadium your thoughts will the mountaineers wash away what happened last week and clean yeah. things up this week uh i i've watched two west virginia games so far i haven't seen anything that you I watch like, that so. james madison game <laughs> I watched the highlights. After we talked about it, I went back and, and looked up some of the – there wasn't a whole lot of highlights, though, but uh, there's not a whole lot to like about West Virginia right now. Until okay. they turn something around, uh, yeah, I'll take the wolf time. All right, Oklahoma State rides about an hour east of Stillwater into Tulsa for a game here on this football Saturday. It's going to be on ESPN2, the Americans' Tulsa Golden Hurricane hosting the Big 12's Cowpokes. What's up with this one? Yeah, uh, the big rivalry, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Of course, nowhere near a coast, which is hilarious. Are and, you are uh, you joking when you say big rivalry? <laughs> I am sort of. Tulsa likes to. Uh, Tulsa would love to beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State would just love to get, get past the game. But um, really interesting little campus there in Tulsa. Kind of a cool school to visit. Everything looks like a castle. Real small stadium. Interesting school. Can't believe they can actually field a a competitive football team, but they do some years, and uh, this should be interesting, but Oklahoma State will roll. All right. Then you got the Cy-Hawk Trophy, and Iowa goes into Ames, where just two weeks ago, the Cyclones barely escaped in triple overtime over not Iowa, but northern Iowa. Are things going to be a little bit better for the mm-hmm. Cyclones here in this one? Well, this is always, we kind of talked last week about these Iowa schools, whether it's Northern Iowa, Eastern Iowa, Northwest Iowa, Tech University, whatever it may be. Those aren't real schools, of course, but uh, they but, battle. Hey, they they so, might be on the Dr. Pepper commercial. That's true. Fansville, yeah. No, they <laughs> battle hard. Iowa State and Iowa hate each other. Um, this is usually a really good game. I would say this is going to be a seven-point game one way or the other. Okay. Um, yeah, these Iowa schools, they just they just pound on each other. It's pretty wild. That's right. That's for we do football right in Iowa, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, Iowa and football, just like uh, Maryland. Crab <laughs> coaches football, Iowa and football. That's right. Hey, give somebody over in West Lafayette, Indiana, a lot of credit. They've done a good job scheduling non-conference opponents over the last few years. They just had Vanderbilt yeah. go into Ross Aid Stadium. I know Missouri was there last year, and now this year, not only is Vanderbilt going into Indiana to take on the Boilermakers, but TCU has packed its bags and is going to be playing in West Lafayette on this football Saturday. Can the Horn Frogs pull off the win there? in Big Ten country? Uh, the Horn Frogs have, we haven't talked a lot about TCU, uh, but they have actually struggled. You wouldn't necessarily look at the final score and think they've struggled with these these teams the first couple of weeks, but it's taken a long time for that TCU offense to get going. They've got, still have question marks at, at quarterback. I'm not sure the starting quarterback has even been determined there at TCU yet, uh, but, um, you know, I don't know. Hadn't been impressed with TCU so far, but, uh, Patterson will go on the road. This is kind of a throwback to what they used to do when they were in Mountain West Conference. They would go and play anywhere, anytime, uh, any, you know, any, any place, right? They did, that's kind of their thing. Pack the bags. We'll be there. You want to play us? We'll go. This is kind of a toss back to that. So I think Purdue, uh, is going to have, they've got a, they've got a little bit to play for this year. They, they, they lost kind of a, a, uh, a super fan there, uh, recently and i think they've dedicated the season to him and you know sometimes that goes a long way at least uh you know for motivation's sake tcu not been impressive i would i would uh, look for purdue to come out strong and for tcu to struggle this could be a game that comes down to the very end of my opinion all right boiler up perhaps that game on the big 10 network then out in the rose bowl maybe the most uh, if tennessee is bad i don't know what you would categorize ucla they're zero and two and chip <laughs> kelly is just having a rough time there in hollywood and the bruins have oklahoma coming in this weekend i can't imagine things are going to improve for the bruins with the big 12s sooners paying a visit yeah i um i actually had to uh to google and make sure chip kelly was still the coach there, <laughs> hey, hey you better it, google again it, it might have changed <laughs> i mean every 10 minutes i mean i might need to check uh, that offense is absolutely uh horrendous out there and you don't expect that from chip well if you remember the old Oregon teams at Chip Kelly, this is more like the Washington. This is more like the NFL version of Chip Kelly. <laughs> but uh, I don't think UCLA wanted the NFL version. I think they wanted the Oregon version. But uh, yeah, UCLA does not look good, and Oklahoma looks very good. Uh, I don't think there's going to be many people in the stands there after halftime. Well, take me or down. Maybe even a kickoff. Uh, that's true, and you better Google again. It might have changed in the last five seconds. Hey, let's go down to the cactus country as Texas Tech rides in from Lubbock into Tucson for a game at Arizona Stadium against the Wildcats of Arizona. And your thoughts on this Saturday night spectacle on ESPN? Yeah, this will be a, a little bit of a flashback. Kevin Sumlin, of course, the former A and M uh, head coach, uh, connections to. Cliff Kingsbury, of course, uh, there's all kinds of different ties here. Kevin Sumlin's certainly familiar with the Big 12. Um, so Arizona has no defense there at all, but they, uh, they've been able <laughs> defense to Defense optional. Defense optional for sure. This is again, Kevin Sumlin at Texas A&M. A&M fans will remember that. Um, particularly with Johnny Manziel. They didn't play any defense then. They just played a lot of offense and at Houston as well. Uh, mostly offense, and now Arizona looks to be built that same way. But as much, and of course, Texas Tech, a team not known for its defense either. But Arizona has scored 
a million points. They they scored, I think, half a million last night, or, or pardon me, this last weekend. So they've managed to, uh, you know, they've, they've held serve on the, the home turf there. So I, this should be a high-scoring game. This is not going to be – this is not the Texas Tech team that, that, uh, that you think of that would go in there and score 70 and lose by five to Arizona. This is a, a team that looks to be a little bit more balanced. Uh, the defense – for Texas Tech has looked a little bit better, although the competition should be considered as well. So um, this will be a great test for that defense. Arizona looks to have a formidable offense and no defense. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting in the desert. Um, I look for a high-scoring game and probably not as high-scoring as you think, somewhere in the 40s on both sides. And, um, yeah, this will be a test. I would expect Arizona to to go ahead and squeak this one out just by – virtue of the offense and that Texas Tech defense not being tested at all so far. All right, and the big matchup Saturday night on CBS Sports Network as Texas tries to rebound from their loss to LSU. They go into Houston, and there they take on the Rice Owls. And, Matt, I want to ask you about this game that's going to be played at NRG Stadium. Will Rice pull the upset? Will Conference USA knock off the Big 12? Well, let me say something. I'm going to go. You ready for this? Um, Rice is going to win on SAT scores, but they're not going to win the football game. So, um, yeah, but, you know, hey, that's what Rice expects, right? Great, great university. They're not going to beat Texas. Texas is going to have their way with them. And uh, the NRG Stadium is going to be a sea of orange. Uh, the only, aside from, again, aside from, uh, you know, applications and SAT scores, the Rice band uh, may uh, may have a good time. They usually have a nice little mockery of the other team's uh, mascot and traditions. That's kind of one of the traditions that Rice, uh, Rice is – known for so you know the band may have a shot to win half time. i'll uh-huh. give them that all right well in case you haven't tuned in to see the owls play football in the last couple of years they got rid of their longtime coach and in his second season is mike bloomgrind what do we know about him he's by the way got a career coaching record of 0.154 he's two and eleven well, that's the, that's that was going to be my answer. You don't really know a heck of a lot about him. His, his resume uh, is is less than a page. Put it that way. So, um, you know, Rice has gone through. I mean, Rice is one of those uh, one of those schools. Really, really great campus. Really great academics. Great reputation, particularly in the Houston area. Haven't had a lot of success on football since since I've been born. Um, so. Uh, it's been a little while. Uh, they've had they had David Bailiff there before, who was a South or a, a Texas State uh, alum and a, and a coach that brought some offense and triple option and did all kinds of different things, trying to kind of emulate a Georgia Tech or Army. They had a little bit of success, made a bowl game or two, but uh, Bloomgren, yeah, I mean, there's nobody knows much about the guy. He's making he's cutting his teeth here at Rice. This is like essentially one of those programs uh, that you would go to do that to determine uh, what your legacy is going to be. So, um, you know, I wouldn't judge him or his program uh, by the Texas game. Uh, they're not going to not gonna have a chance in that one. But, hey, we'll see. Like I say, it's kind of a, you know, half-page resume, and we'll see how it pans out over the years. Yeah, it's been a few years since it was the glory days of Rice football, the 2013 Conference USA champ Rice oh. Owls. And That's right. 
that was a season they went and played Mississippi State in the Liberty Bowl and lost that one. They actually won the Hawaii Bowl of 2014, so maybe Rice will get it cooked up good here against Texas this weekend. But that's what's on tap for your week three of Big 12 football. All righty, when we come back after this timeout, General Gridiron, I tell you, that fellow's ready to go with his week three bold predictions, and you're going to be amazed with what he's got. Go ahead, save your money, and head on to Vegas with his bold predictions of what's going on in week three. You will be amazed, and I promise you, that is coming up next here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how GEICO not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to GEICO is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? The college football season is really getting heated up during this week three wild ride, and if another hurricane don't get in the way, we've got some real doozies headed your way this football Saturday. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. 
Alabama at South Carolina. Where were you October 9, 2010? On a bright afternoon that day at the corner of George Rogers Boulevard and Bluff Road, a pesky South Carolina pack of mad roosters, led by the old ball coach, whipped the number one and defending national champion Alabama Hounds Toothians. Every now and then, David can slay a gridiron Goliath. Spurrier ain't in the cockpit anymore, but Tricky Nick's still calling the shots in T-Town. Tua and the team have more than enough reasons to make the program's return to the Palmetto State's capital city a victorious one this time, and that's bad news for cocky. The Generals' victor, Alabama. Pittsburgh at Penn State. This weekend marks the 100th time these Keystone State foes have suited up against each other. I reckon that's why this one's dubbed the Keystone Classic. The Nittany Lions enjoy a slight edge in the series over their neighbors to the west, 52, 43, and four ties. As college football celebrates its 150th birthday this fall, let's remember some of the greats that have suited up for these two Yankee bastions through the decades. Ditka, Dorsett, Fitzgerald, Ham, Marino, and Warner. Seriously doubt any of the men dotting the rosters this Saturday have that legendary of a career awaiting, but a big win would sure help their quest. The Generals' victor, Penn State. Texas versus Rice at NRG Stadium. It's been 25 years since Sammy the Owl gave a victorious wink over Bevo's way. In fact, I think John F. Kennedy jinxed the Nightbirds with his famous going to the moon speech at Rice Stadium in 1962. In it, he uttered, why does Rice play Texas? JFK's comments implied Rice had a history of losing to Texas. However, the two football teams had actually split 5-5 in their previous 10 meetings and would tie the following month. On the other hand, the president's comments about Rice and Texas might have been as forward-looking as his statements about going to the moon, which actually occurred in 1969. Since 1963, Rice has gone just 2-42 and 42 against Texas, and the Owls will be grounded at the launch pad this Saturday. The Generals' victor, Texas. Another neutral site matchup, Louisville and Western Kentucky at Nissan Stadium. The University of Louisville is a prestigious public university in the wonderful Commonwealth of Kentucky. Western Kentucky University is another Bluegrass State public institution that represents its Commonwealth with distinction. So, what the heck are these two colleges doing playing this contest 40 miles outside of the Bluegrass borders in Nashville? Coach Scott Satterfield filed a win for the U of L in Week 2, something slightly rare in the last two years, as the Power 5 Redbirds literally have to fly past Bowling Green on the way to Volunteer Land. They're likely to take that road rage out on the toppers during this Saturday evening skirmish in South Southwestern Kentucky, Tennessee, whatever. The Generals' victor, Louisville. Florida at Kentucky. Not going to mention that. Well, you know, um, 31, uh, 30, 31, straight, 31 straight games. UF won over UK from 1987 and, until 2017. But last year in the Swamp, history was on the cat side as that streak ended and is now a distant memory for all parties. Mark Stoops hopes the tide turns on streaks with this Krogerfield meetup. He's done a dang good job in steering this big blue ship in the right direction. And an orange and blue sea storm better stay way off the horizon. Arr, but Captain Dan and the Gainesville Pirates are ready to loot Lexington again and restore order in the SEC East. The Generals' victor with Kentucky's quarterback out for the season. Florida in a close one. 
Still to come on this week's college football forecast. For the first time since 1973, in-state foes, the University of Colorado, and the U.S. Air Force Academy meet on the gridiron. And top-ranked Clemson don't want no repeat performance of their last trip to the Carrier Dome. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile, and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and covers not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the land, including WKLY AM 980 and 104.1 FM, Lake Hartwell's radio home since 1947, and the voice of the Hart County Bulldogs in Hartwell, Georgia. And in Thibodeau, Louisiana, KTIB AM 640 and 103.7, Lanyat 103.7, more of what you want. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Duke at Middle Tennessee. Talk about your staying power. Rick Stockstill has been skippering the MTSU football program since 2006. Imagine all of that head coach turnover that's happened at almost all other FBS schools since midway through George W.'s term in office. In 2006, David Cutcliffe returned to coach in an assistance capacity with Phil Fulmer up on Rocky Top. He did a good job, so much so that Tobacco Road came calling a few months later. These two coaching dinosaurs will go after each other at this blackout game in the borough. Look for Asher O'Hara to have another good game on the ground and in the air as the home team escapes. The Generals' victor, Middle Tennessee. Air Force at Colorado. This is a contest of two institutions in the same state that haven't played in 45 years. In a game at CU in 1973, as the Vietnam War was winding down, students from that liberal civilian school attacked the USAFA cadets in attendance, and the academy superintendent quickly put a halt to this series. I guess time heals old wounds. Chances are the kids in the CU student section now, their grandparents might not have been alive back in 73. But they still know how to party and get high in the Rockies. And after last weekend's thrilling comeback win over ranked Nebraska, this Folsom Field feud has the potential to go dormant for another 45 years. The General's victor, Colorado. Iowa at Iowa State. It ain't quite Florida, Florida State, or Alabama-Auburn, but when these two Midwest mammoths clash in Ames, not many will remember the first time they got together. October 1st, 1894. College football's craziest name hardware will be up for grabs, the Cy-Hawk Trophy. 
whose genesis stems from a hybrid of ISU's Cy the Cardinal mascot and UI's Herky the Hawk. The Big Ten competitor rides in the Ames with hopes of winning this one in regulation. Not another 3 OT thriller witnessed to Jack Trice Stadium during Labor Day weekend. The Generals, Victor, the Big Ten's Iowa. Kansas State at Mississippi State. Okay, can you name the head of the Kansas State Wildcats football team? No, it ain't Bill Snyder anymore, but I hear he's waiting out in the bullpen. Chris Kleiman is top cat in Manhattan these days, coming down from Fargo, where he helped FCS superpower North Dakota State capture four national championships in five seasons. Deputy dog Joe Moorhead ain't got national titles aplenty in his background, but he does have a gritty grasp of the SEC outpost in the Golden Triangle. K-State and M-State kind of sounds poetic, but the Sunflower State travelers ain't coming south to wax poetic. They're coming to win this high noon battle. The Generals' victor, Kansas State. Clemson at Syracuse. The Orange are about one of three teams that can claim a victory against top-ranked Clemson in the last couple of years. Great for Syracuse, but bad for the rest of college football. The Dabo dynasty returns for the first time to the Carrier Dome, site of one of those rare losses, 2017's 27-24 SU win. After their orange was peeled and crushed at Maryland in Week 2, Dino Babers may want to postpone this one till next year. Who wins the Dabo-Dino duel this season? The Generals' victor, the Clemson Tigers. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet, there's more around the corner. We'll be back in just a second to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at Vistaprint.com. Own the now. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Ohio State obliterates Indiana. Texas Tech takes down Arizona. Oklahoma State rides over to Tulsa and wins. Georgia gets Arkansas State. Tennessee-Knoxville wins against Tennessee-Chattanooga. NC State bites West Virginia. Stanford best UCF. Notre Dame blasts New Mexico. East Carolina sinks Navy. BYU wins again versus USC. Memphis massacres South Alabama. Army storms UTSA's Alamo. Minnesota halts Georgia Southern. Northwestern outgambles UNLV. Michigan State easy over Arizona State. Colorado State continues Arkansas's agony. Southern Miss flies high in Troy's Wiregrass. Virginia waltzes on top of Florida State. TCU takes care of Purdue. And Oklahoma wins the Troy Aikman Bowl versus UCLA. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this edition of General Gridiron. 
We'll be back again next week. Same general gridiron time, same general gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, or download the Y'all Show free on iTunes podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. That'll be all, y'all. Thank you, sir. And we will definitely be keeping track of how your predictions go here in week three of college football. Well, this is the Y'all Kickoff Show where we mix in General Gridiron with all of the other great happenings of college football. We've already discussed Big 12 action this week. After the break, we're going to start hour two of the Y'all Kickoff Show with our SEC Spotlight. We have a very special guest coming your way, Peter Burns. He's an analyst and a host on the SEC Network, and he's standing by with a report on this week three action of the SEC. Alabama goes to South Carolina. Florida visits the Kentucky Wildcats, and Mississippi State has that game against Kansas State in Starkville. We'll discuss those three games and all the other fun going on in the SEC with Peter Burns. That after the break, we also have our ACC coverage coming your way midway through the second hour. Jonathan Leifheit is going to break down all the fun of the ACC, including that Clemson road trip to Syracuse. And then we wrap up hour two with a look at cross the group of five games going on this weekend, as well as some FCS fun. All that here in the third week of college football. And as we start hour two, we've got a big announcement. You don't want to miss out. It's a historic day here at the Y'all Kickoff Show. And we'll tell you what that is before we roll into our clip with Peter Burns. All that on Y'all, the Kickoff Show. And it's coming up next. SEC Network host Peter Burns is standing by. He'll be on in just a moment with the latest for out of Charlotte as the Southeastern Conference has some pretty darn good games going on today and some upset specials, perhaps. And we'll discuss that with Peter in just a second. Welcome back to the Y'all Kickoff Show. This is the emphasis on all things Southern, especially when it comes to college football, as we morph into this on our finale of the Y'all Show each and every week. In just a few minutes, we'll go to Jonathan Leifheit of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital with a look at all of the ACC action going on this week. They kind of got things going with Friday Night Lights, but we have some other intriguing matchups of the Atlantic Coast Conference. In fact, Clemson is going to try to win at the Carrier Dome for the first time in a couple of tries as they've got a game against the Orange here as the Orange open up the home opener there in upstate New York against the number one ranked Clemson Tigers and all the other ACC action. Florida State will be going to Charlottesville for a game against the Hoos here on this football 
Football Saturday. We'll break it all down with Jonathan in just a few minutes. And then as this hour concludes, we're going to go through the group of five games of interest across the Southeast and more. And we'll look at some of the FCS matchups going on in college football. All that in our college football lanyard coming your way. Plus, we wrap up today's show with From Dixie with Love, the great song to end our college football discussion. And this is the show that's all about college football in the South. I'm John Rawl, and this is a historic show. And we're so glad that you could tune in for this, our 300th y'all show. Yes, normally this show is all about the South, which means it's mostly news. It's mostly interviews about politics. It's interviews about what's going on in travel, great destinations of the Southeast. We also have lots of sports talk here on the Y'all Show. We have country music talk. We have barbecue talk. We have a little bit of everything. That's why we call this the Y'all Show. But as we wrap up the show each week, our last show of the week, we turn it into the Y'all Kickoff Show here during college football season. So that's why if you're just tuning us in, this is normally a show that's a mixture of all things Southern, but here on the end of the week edition, we kind of are more of a college football show during football season. But if you count up all of our shows since we launched in June of 2018, this is our 300th show. And I can't thank all of you for listening enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank all of our radio affiliates who carry us each and every day. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank everybody else associated with the show, our sponsors, and all of the great people who make this happen. And, hey, I'm going to thank myself because it's not easy to get here each day, sit behind the mic, and talk about the South. Even though it's a great subject and it's a lot of fun to do, it's still work. And, And this thing takes many, many, many hours a day to do. And it's sometimes not exactly the most thrilling thing to do when you have to come in here after hurricanes like Dorian and the loss of life. It's not exactly fun to sit behind a microphone for two hours and talk. But you got to do it because we're out here just like everybody else trying to make a difference. And we thank you for helping us make a difference. You want to be a part of the Y'all Show and celebrate with us here on our 300th show? You can do that. Our telephone number is 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com, Instagram, Twitter, at Y'all Show. And then we're on the streaming apps. If you have them on your phone or perhaps on your iPad, we're on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and the Apple Podcast apps. We're just making it so darn easy for you to be a part of the Y'all Show and the end of the week, Y'all Kickoff Show. Well, as we start this second hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show, getting you ready for football Saturday, hey, the SEC has some pretty darn good matchups going on this weekend. And to help us break it down for week three, we're going to go to Charlotte and be joined by the SEC Network's Peter Burns. Peter Burns has been a part of the network since it launched in 2014, and it's so great to have him come on the show and help us walk through the week three action. Now, if you want to go back to our Thursday Y'all show, Peter was on with us then, and the early part of that interview, we actually have him discuss how he came to be an employee of the SEC Network. His story is really compelling, and here is a guy who kind of had a kind of rough go of it for a number of years, both professionally and personally, and he's been able to survive, and now he's got a little one on the way, due Halloween, he said, and we're wishing the Burns family all the best, Peter Burns, and Peter Burns now is joining us to talk about week three of the SEC. 
most of the teams are kind of what I call minor league action this weekend. I would say about three major league contests going on in the Southeastern Conference in week three. Some of the minor league contests include Arkansas State traveling between the hedges to take on number three, Georgia. You have the Chattanooga Mocs going to Knoxville, and Tennessee awaits. Will the Vols get their first win of the season? Hmm. Southeastern Louisiana, the Lions go to Oxford for a game at Vault Hemingway Stadium. Colorado State and Arkansas, a matchup this weekend. Kent State, Nick Saban U goes to Auburn to take on the Tigers. The Florida Gators and Kentucky are one of those good matchups this weekend. Lamar, the Cardinals are at College Station to take on the Aggies. The Demons of Northwestern State at LSU this weekend. And SEMO is going to be visiting their in-state foe in the Missouri Tigers. And then the games, again, that I want to kind of single out here with you, Peter. You got the Alabama Crimson Tide at South Carolina, that Florida-Kentucky game. And you have Kansas State going into Starkville to take on Mississippi State. So, first off, let's kind of get your take on any of these minor league matchups, particularly the programs. Let's say a Tennessee and all the drama. I know it's been a lot of fun for you on the SEC Network with some of this action going on on Rocky Top. What What's your take on what's, what all's there? Yeah, just, I mean, again, it, it goes to show you when things fall on recruiting in tough times, it's it's not easy to just snap your fingers and think it's going to get better. I mean, you think of the history of Robert Nealon and everything that the Vols program has had, and it's in a dark spot right now. And I think it's still too young or too early to tell what's going to happen with Jeremy Pruitt if he's the right guy. You know, Garantano has to play better. I mean, it, that's what it comes down to. And, and, you know, I mean, that's a program that I thought was going to have a little bit of success. I mean, I thought they were a 6-6 six and six team. I did not expect that start. So, you know, that to me is, is an intriguing game. All the other ones, you know, you're kind of w- going to wait and see. But, you know, the ones that I like to talk about are obviously Mississippi State and K-State. I mean, you know, State just absolutely just dominated them last year. That would be Mississippi so State hoping- beating Kansas State last year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that Mississippi State, again – I, you know, Tommy Stevens is not going to be 100%, um, you know, and probably won't play in that game. So, you know, I want to see a lot of Kylan Hill. I want to see that defense step up, too, because, you know, they've got a, they've got a talented quarterback, Skylar Thompson. I want to see if, um, if State's going to be able to shut them down the way that they did with that incredible front from last season. Of course, K-State comes in with a coach this year in his first year in Manhattan, and he did wonders at North Dakota State. Will that transition to the FBS level? We'll see. Big game there at Davis-Wade. The Cowbells will be out in force. And then let's talk about Alabama going into Williams-Price Stadium for the mid-afternoon, the CBS debut, and the Tide and the Gamecocks, a place the last time Alabama visited Williams-Price, a big loss back in 2010. Yeah, 2010, and it's funny, you know, Nick Saban was asked about that, about what can you take from that experience. He goes, man, the guys that I'm coaching right now are nine years old. So I don't know if, you know, and I don't know if they were too dialed into film at nine years old. But, um, you know, I honestly, I really wish Jake Bentley would have been 100% for that game. And, you know, but, um, you know, now we're going to see true freshman Ryan Helensky. That's a, that's a hell of a welcome to SEC as a starter, right? You know, it's one thing to play Charleston Southern and put up numbers, and now you got to play the second-ranked team in the country in Alabama. So, you know, I expect that to be, you know, I think fairly competitive for about a quarter and a half. And I just – I'm curious to see what the offensive game plan is going to be like for McClendon. You know, do they just try to say, hey, listen, man, you know, Let's uh, dollar in a dream. Let's let's just go out there and run our offense like we normally would and hope. Or 
will they try to be a little bit more close to the vest and protect Helensky as a true freshman only making a second start? So ultimately, I don't think it necessarily matters a whole heck of a lot. I think Alabama is just a just unstoppable right now offensively, and I figure that'll be probably be still a three touch three touchdown win for the Tide. Well, Will Muschamp's offense with Helensky instead of Bentley, it does change a little bit, does it not? Yeah, I mean, they're really going to try to simplify that for Helensky coming in. So, And that's the right call. And really, I mean, at the end of the day, you're probably not going to be able to trick Alabama regardless. So you know, your best thing is to simplify the playbook and just try to do that extremely well and you know, hope to hell that you get a couple of tip passes and some chaos ensues. But – um, you know, I know that crowd will be rocking, but uh, it'll also be about 100 degrees, too. So um, I know Alabama wants to see a lot of those fans go home at halftime because the game's out of control. If it ain't swaying, we ain't playing at williams Bryce Stadium. That game set for a 3.30 Columbia time kick, again, on CBS between the Tide and the Gamecocks. We're visiting with Peter Burns of the SEC Network. This our SEC Spotlight, and we're getting ready for week three of college football here on the Y'all Show. And 31 years, that was the length of Florida's streak over the Kentucky Wildcats. That streak came to an end in 2018 with the Cats winning in the Swamp. And on this Saturday night on ESPN at 7 Eastern at Kroger Field, the Cats and the Florida Gators get back together. This is going to be a fun one to tune in to see if Kentucky, which has to reload with a new quarterback, their normal quarterback out for the rest of the year with injury. What's going to happen there, Peter Burns? Yeah, it's, it stinks that Terry Wilson, who had looked so good, kind of, you know, really, you know, good and much better against Toledo when he got injured in last week's game against Eastern, um, I think it was Kentucky or Eastern Washington, one of those two teams that uh, he's out and remainder for the year. So, you know, they like this kid, Sawyer Smith. I mean, he was, he played at Troy. Um, you know, I, I've been talking to people at, at Kentucky. They don't think the playbook's going to change a whole lot. Um, and now it's a matter of, hey, you know, I mean, remember, they almost beat them two years ago in Lexington, but they couldn't cover a wide receiver. Um, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I like Cavassier Smoke. I like AJ Rose of this team. And I, I want to see, can you put some pressure on, on Felipe Franks? And more importantly, can the crowd put for pressure on Felipe? Because he's such an emotional player. When things are going well, he looks great. But if they, if all of a sudden Stoops can dial up a defense and get him flustered early, all of a sudden Kentucky's got a chance to win that game two years in a row could happen it could happen for big blue nation now some of these teams that are ranked in the top 25 that have less than exciting matchups this weekend georgia's got the red wolves of arkansas state coming in to sanford stadium and peter what do you think of georgia 2019 versus what we've seen with kirby smart's team in years past yeah i mean the same that they're they're elite and i think that's what happens when your recruiting class is that good and they kind of quietly taking care of business and under the radar you know everybody's talking about lsu of course they play northwestern state and kirby doesn't mind that kirby doesn't mind that everyone's talking about the tigers in their offense so they'll just quietly keep developing their wide receivers so i think they'll have success i do want to see what bo Nix and auburn can kind of do going forward the next couple of weeks to make sure that you know that offense is starting to develop and I mean, LSU looks like a contender now, and they got about a month of games starting with Northwestern State. They were, you know, they should be able to outmuscle everybody. Uh, as long as they stay healthy, they're going to be a contender right there with, um, you know, I, I, I firmly believe Alabama and Georgia. LSU, you don't think it's going to have a real test until they face off against the Crimson Tide? Uh, I mean, t- I think Florida. Florida will give them a good test. Um, 
but so that's why I'm curious to see what happens with Florida and Kentucky this week. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think that LSU has an offense now that reminds me of Bama's last year when just it's explosive. How are you going to stop it? Um, the difference is I don't think LSU's defense is where it wants to be right now. So um, that's something in the next week or two, they really, you know, Ogeron totally told me yesterday on my show Monday or earlier in the week on Monday that he wants, he was not happy with the defense. So I think he wants to tune that up a little bit. Well, Orgeron and yourself are both natives of Louisiana, but you don't quite sound like Ed Orgeron. <laughs> That's what happens, man. My family was in the gas oil industry, so I lived in Louisiana growing up till I was about 10, and then, uh, you know, four different cities in Texas, and then Denver, and now Charlotte. So, yeah, I kind of wish, though, working with the SEC network, I kind of wish I had that little boudin, some uh, jambalaya and couscous uh, <laughs> accent, but now I'm stuck with just a uh, – a normal, 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 normal white guy golf accent. So southern accent, though, Peter. Don't southern. be mistaken. You you do have a good <laughs> southern accent. And this is a show all about the southern accent here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent. And so you be proud of that. Don't you be embarrassed by that southern accent, Peter Burns. Uh, you know me. I'm always repping everything related to the SEC. I mean, I don't know if anybody loves SEC as much as I do, top to bottom. So uh, and I'm, I'm proud to carry that banner, man. And it shows each and every day when you see Peter Burns on the SEC network and all the other work he's doing on social media and on satellite radio. You can find him on Twitter at Peter Burns ESPN and look forward to following him not only on game day, but each day of the week. Peter Burns, thank you very much and continued success the rest of the 2019 football season. Let's enjoy it because before we know, we'll blink and it'll be all over. So I appreciate it. Let's do it again soon. And if we could send you one thing from Louisiana to make you feel a little bit more comfortable in Metro Charlotte, what what would that be, sir? Man, I just you know, give me give me some good uh, fried crawfish po' boy and some good po' boy bread. So I can't really find it here. So when crawfish season comes, uh, if you can find a way to get some to Charlotte, I'm in, I'll be in a damn good mood. All right. Well, I'm a native Carolinian, and I'm I don't live in that area now. And if you could maybe give it a little swap swap with me here, I could use some cheer wine and some Bojangles <laughs> chicken would be great. We can. Well, I guarantee you, we can make that trade work, my friend. <laughs> Peter Burns, everybody, and really appreciate him taking time to talk to us here as part of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Well, we're going to switch over from the SEC to the ACC when we come back after the break. Twenty four seven Sports and CBS Sports Digital's Jonathan Lifeite will walk us through the ACC action here on this football Saturday. What's going on with teams like FSU going to visit the Virginia Cavaliers? Will Clemson actually win against Syracuse in the Carrier Dome? We'll discuss those games and more with Mr. Lifeite. That's coming up next as the Y'all Kickoff Show continues. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. 
It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916-19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. <sighs> For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. You might hear that song there played a time or two if you're at Scott Stadium in Charlottesville as Virginia is set to host the Florida State Seminoles here on this football Saturday. Welcome back. This is our ACC get-together where we discuss all things Atlantic Coast Conference. I'm John Rawl. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. And Jonathan Leifite is our go-to guy for all things ACC. Jonathan is with CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. Does a fantastic job 24 7 if you want to know the truth covering all things acc and this weekend where you got clemson going up to the carrier dome and those cavaliers having the fsu seminoles pay them a visit there in charlottesville plus all of the other action going on in the acc and as we welcome in jonathan the first game we're going to discuss is that yankee battle going on of the acc's one of their yankee teams in the acc and this is a big battle in their home state 
as we get ready for this football Saturday. It's the Keystone Classic. It's what it's called. It's the Pitt Panthers and the Penn State Nittany Lions. This is the 100th meeting of these two. This game televised on ABC High Noon Eastern 11 Central between Pitt and Penn State. Can the Panthers get the victory in this one, Jonathan? Well, that's probably going to be an uphill battle, and their their offense hasn't looked very good. And uh, so I think they're going to struggle a good bit in, in this one, especially since that game is going to be played in Happy Valley. All right. And Penn State right now ranked number 13 in the U.S. of A. NC State goes up to Morgantown. West Virginia is really having a tough go of it. They got manhandled last week at Mizzou. And this is a game that kicks off at noon Eastern, 11 Central on Fox Sports 1. Can the Wolfpack get the ACC pride and and go up there and come back with a W? Yeah, I think they can. They're they're a pretty solid team, and as you mentioned, West Virginia is a a team kind of in the middle of a transition with uh, with Neil Brown taking over after. Uh, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember his name now. That uh, uh, Dana Holgerson, Dana Holgerson yep. left and went to uh, went to Houston. Yep. Furman of the FCS, they took Georgia State way into the fourth quarter and almost pulled the upset last weekend in Atlanta. This time, the Paladins, who have a history of knocking off big teams, they'll be in Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech. This is a game televised on the ACC Network. Another team out of the Southern Conference, the Citadel Bulldogs, will be at Atlanta to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This is the Jonathan Lifehite John Rawl Bowl going on <laughs> at Bobby Dodd Stadium between the Bulldogs, who run the triple option something georgia tech was hoping they'd never see again jonathan well i mean at least the fans were hoping they didn't have to see it well they're gonna see it on saturday yeah. that's for sure yeah they, they sure will go bulldogs louisville will be taking Ugh. on the western kentucky hilltoppers jonathan this game's gonna be in nashville why are two teams from the commonwealth of kentucky playing in nashville tennessee I have no idea, but probably because somebody's paying them money to do it. All right. Well, this game's set for 4 Eastern, 3 Central, Music City time. Bethune-Cookman will be at Miami. Miami should get their first win of the year in this one, televised on the ACC Network. This is a mid-afternoon clash there in Miami Gardens. Duke, as we mentioned, will be in Murfreesboro. They've got MTSU in a game that's going to start at 7 Eastern, 6 Murfreesboro time. And this game is going to be, I saw it's going to be on something called stadium facebook so if you have facebook go to the stadium (laughs) facebook page and i guess you can watch it on facebook how about that i have never heard of that before so that's a new one on me yeah in fact that stadium also lists the western kentucky louisville game now there is a sort of network of television stations that carry stadium and i guess when they don't have enough options for you to watch it on tv you'll have to go to facebook not just some website and tune in but check it out there in middle tennessee's game at against duke it's going to be a blackout game in case you want to show up there at floyd stadium on saturday evening syracuse has clemson coming into the carrier dome the last two in time the last time these two got together was a big win for syracuse two years ago and the top ranked tigers head north for a game that's going to be 7 30 kick 6 30 central on abc jonathan it's the dabo dino bowl who emerges victorious here well, I mean, after watching Syracuse get their butts absolutely handed them to them by the turtle last weekend, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> Man, what a bold prediction there for you! <laughs> Why did Syracuse get beat up so bad? Uh, they could not stop uh, uh, Maryland's offense at all. They just, I mean, 
Uh, Syracuse is, was, you know, reputed to have a really great uh, defensive line, but they just got their butts handed to them all over uh, the field on that. And it just, just seemed like they didn't have a defense. And, and you know, normally their offense does pretty well. But uh, um, T- Tommy DeVito, um, they struggled against Liberty. And I think he's uh, – he's I just don't think he's found his uh, – found his kind of rhythm yet in that offense, you know, taking over from uh, Eric Dungy last year. Yeah. All right, last game of the ACC on Saturday features the number 25 Virginia Cavaliers hosting that embattled Florida State Seminole Ball Club. First off, as bad as things are for Willie Taggart and Tallahassee, congratulations to Bronco Mendenhall and the Hoos. They're in the top 25, I think, for the first time in a couple of years. Does that sound right? Yeah, it's certainly been a while since they've been up there, and and uh, you know Bronco, Bronco's done a great job there, uh, really solid coach, and and uh, really built that program, uh, you know, kind of turned them around from where they were. Should be a lot of fun at Scott Stadium, and if the Who's get this, they'll go on to three and zero on the season, and good times there as they look to have a big stay, big say in the coastal division this year which is really up for grabs if that's if north carolina doesn't start losing soon remember this is a team that's already got one acc victory in their notch and now virginia looks to have one against florida state on saturday and that's your week three lineup of the acc jonathan what are some of your things you'll be tuning in this week to find what's going out on the acc network and more well, uh, first thing is uh, of note is is uh, the UNC Wake Forest game. Even though it's an ACC matchup, it's actually not a conference game. It's a non-conference game. Do Those what? two, they scheduled themselves a non-conference game because they wanted to play uh, because the ACC rotation wasn't having them play each other on a regular basis. So that's an interesting game that won't count in the ACC standings. So that's one thing. Um, I'm also just going to kind of most of the matchups are are uh, you know not terribly interesting. Um, we'll see how Pitt does against Penn State if they can at least hold their own a little bit. Uh, NC State should handle West Virginia, so those will be all. Those will be games I'll, I'll be paying attention to. And you know, if uh, Virginia can keep it close to the half against Florida State, guess what? I think they'll blow them out in the second half. I know that's a big bold prediction there as well. That Friday game, North Carolina and Wake Forest, not counting for conference standings, is it something that you're afraid might creep up more and more? Is this a good thing for college football? Um, I think it's an okay thing. I don't think it's good or bad. I, I mean, I'm glad that these two teams who, who obviously want to play more often are able to, to, to schedule it. So from that perspective, the fans want to see it. So I think it's a good thing, you know, and it's really about, you know, entertaining. Uh, so from that perspective, it's good, but you know, I, you know, kind of eliminating any of the kind of more of the regional and cross conference stuff that's, you know, makes it a little less interesting. But nonetheless, I think it's a overall, it's an all right thing. All right. Well, you're kind of a jacket type of guy from the Atlantic yeah. division. You play Clemson every year. Is there a team over there on that side that you'd love to play every year? Um, yeah, Florida State. Really? For sure. Especially right now. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough not seeing some of those, uh, some of those teams, you know, on, on a more regular basis. Uh, you know, I, and I did, did enjoy that, you know, playing Florida State some, but, uh, that's, that's one team that's over there. Um, you know, had a pretty good, uh, pretty good thing going, you know, playing, uh, uh Wake and, and, uh, NC State as well. Don't get to see them anymore either. So, you know, those are a couple of the teams that, that, you know, I kind of miss on, uh, on out of the Atlantic side. Yeah, and maybe now that the conference has expanded like it has, 
I know in the other conference in the South that we won't mention here on this program, I know there's cases where you'll go 15 to 16 years without going to that other side's home venue, for example. Is it it's, like, is it like it's that? Twelve years. Twelve years. That's okay. Twelve years currently. Oh man, that's that's just too long. That is just. Too yeah, long. I agree. Yeah, I but, agree. But I like to see teams having a chance to schedule some of these non-conference opponents. Sometimes even the cupcakes of the world, so to speak, because at least it, it allows you to have a little bit of a breather every now and then. I think that's okay. Jonathan, yep. th- thank you very much for coming on today's y'all show, and we look forward to finding out what happened in week three with you next week. Sounds great. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Fantastic to catch up with Jonathan Lifeite there, CBS Sports Digital. Well, that's the breakdown of the Atlantic Coast Conference. When we come back, we'll take a quick look at what's going on in the group of five, the teams that aren't quite the power five, but they have something to say and maybe can pull a few shockers here this weekend. We'll discuss the Sun Belt, the American and what else is going on in CUSA football. Plus, we have some FCS games that you should be able to tune in in some way and and find out what's going on with some of our great Southern schools that are on the FCS level. That's coming up as we have our college football lanyard wrapping up this week three of college football. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. Don't go anywhere. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard, the bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how GEICO not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to GEICO is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. 
Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Final segment of this Y'all Kickoff Show Week 3 edition with your host, John Rawl. Y'all.com is our website address. We welcome you to go there and check out all the fun there, not only about college football, but all the other fun going on across the Southeast. And, of course, go to our Y'all.com on Facebook page, like it, and you'll get the Y'all Kickoff Show liked. If you like it, it'll come right to you each and every week, plus all the other fun stuff at the Ultimate Guide to the South y'all.com here in sports land yet we kind of take a look at the other fellows out there playing college football besides the the big boys the the other guys the the group of five the fcs and more and as we take a look at some of the action going on this weekend in the american conference well friday night lights we discussed this earlier houston with washington state coming into nrg stadium for the advocare kickoff a game that's usually held over labor day weekend this weekend it's houston and washington state there in the home of the Houston Texans. And again, that same stadium hosting another game here as the USA's Rice Owls have the Texas Longhorns coming in on this football Saturday. And on this football Saturday in the American Conference, you've got the Temple Owls hosting Maryland. The Miami Redhawks go to Cincinnati for a battle of rivals, actually. This is a series that goes way, way back. This game at Nippert Stadium set for a high noon kick there in the Queen City on ESPNU. Stanford, the Cardinal, go all the way to Spectrum, and they've got a game against the UCF Knights, ranked number 17 in the country is UCF. This game set for 3.30 Orlando time on ESPN. 
the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Congratulations to this American Conference team. They host the Oklahoma State Cowboys in a game on ESPN2 set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. OSU, of course, just lost their biggest benefactor this week in T. Boone Pickens dying at the age of 91. Mike Houston's East Carolina Pirates have an American battle as they go up to Annapolis for a game against the Navy midshipmen at Navy Marine Corps Stadium. This game on the CBS Inn that's set for 3.30 Annapolis time. The Memphis Tigers will be going to Mobile, the South Alabama Jaguars awake game on ESPNU from Lad People Stadium set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Mobile time. The South Carolina State Bulldogs, which have been rather, rather impressive here in their MEAC conference and beyond. They beat Walford in week one, and SC State goes to South Florida. Will Charlie Strong's team be able to beat the Bulldogs out of Orangeburg? We'll find out. 6 o'clock kick Eastern, 5 Central from Orlando's Raymond James Stadium. The Texas State Bobcats, which fell to Texas A&M in Week 1, now they travel to Dallas for a game against the SMU Mustangs. And the Missouri State Bears of the FCS ranks, they go to New Orleans for a game at Yulman Stadium against the Tulane Green Wave. That's the American lineup here for this what third week of the college football season. Boy, it's just flying by. As we said at the beginning of the show, we're already at the end of the first quarter of college football. CUSA, as Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic Owl fly up to indiana for a game against ball state here this weekend uta utsa the roadrunners host the army black knights army still reeling from their loss to michigan in week two the louisville cardinals and western kentucky get together at nissan stadium not in kentucky but in nashville for a game set for four o'clock eastern three central the north texas eagles go to cal for a game in the left coast this set for 4 15 eastern 3 15 denton time louisiana tech bulldogs are at Bowling Green, the UMass Minutemen visit the Charlotte 49ers, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles will be in the Wiregrass playing the Troy Trojans this weekend, and the Bobcats of Ohio at Marshall. Hey, how about this matchup in Rutherford County, Tennessee? Middle Tennessee State has Duke coming in for a game at Floyd Stadium. The New Hampshire Catamounts, I think this is what they are, the Catamounts of New Hampshire out of the CAA visit the Florida International Panthers. And the Texas Longhorns, ranked number 12 in the country, will be at NRG Stadium for that game we told you against Rice. That's your CUSA lineup here in week three of the college football season. And then we switch over now to the Sun Belt Conference. What's going on in the Sun Belt and our group of five tribute here in week three of college football? Well, the Arkansas State Red Wolves have more than just football in their mind as they visit Sanford Stadium and the number three Georgia Bulldogs today. This game set for a high noon between the hedges time on ESPN2. A lot of Georgia fans are being asked to wear pink, and we hope all the best. Of course, Arkansas State's coach, his wife just lost her battle with breast cancer a few weeks back, and an unfortunate thing for that program is they still have to go suit up and play here against Georgia, and uh, you'll see a lot of pink, we hope, there at Sanford Stadium on this football Saturday. Coastal Carolina got a big win at Kansas last week. Poor old Les Miles, and now the Chanticleer return to Brooks Stadium in Conway and Norfolk State comes calling this game set for 2 Eastern, 1 Central on the ESPN3 digital network. Georgia Southern is going to be taking on the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. The 
Georgia State Panthers, which have gone now to be 2-0 and on the season. They took care of business against Tennessee, and then last week they escaped with a home win against the Furman Paladins, and the Panthers will be at Western Michigan here on this football Saturday, game set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And then the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns have Texas Southern, Michael Strahan's alma mater, coming to pay them a visit in Lafayette. This game set at Cajun Field for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Bayou time kick on ESPN3. Those and amongst the other teams from the Sunbelt Conference that are in against other foes we just told you about. As we work our way through kickoff on the independent side, Notre Dame has New Mexico going into South Bend for a game on NBC set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central. As we told you, Army will be at UTSA. The Liberty Flames have Buffalo coming into Williams Stadium, and we still don't know if Hugh Freeze will be coaching there or not here this weekend. And then New Mexico State, fresh off their thumping from Alabama, they will be hosting the San Diego State Aztecs at Aggie Stadium in New Mexico here this football Saturday. And that's a quick look at the group of five goings on of college football. Now to the FCS ranks. And we love to give our smaller guys a little love here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. And let's go to the Colonial Athletic Association. The CAA lineup for this football weekend includes the Delaware Blue Hens. They got a big game there at Delaware Stadium. As in Newark, they have the North Dakota State Bison, the powerhouse of college football's FCS ranks, the team that's won I think five of the last six national championships. And I think it's only their sixth time they've ever actually played in the Eastern time zone. The Bison coming all the way to Delaware to take on the Blue Hens, a game set for one Eastern Newark time. That'll be a fun game to tune in and and see who wins that one. Albany will be at Monmouth in the CAA, a battle of the Miank versus the CAA. James Madison has Morgan State coming in to west southwestern virginia wagner is at stony brook villanova is at bucknell colgate will be at the tribe of william and mary which lost to virginia last week the elon phoenix came back last week with a win at home and now they're traveling to richmond for a game against the spiders towson a very good football team will be at maine and new hampshire will be at florida international as we told you during our spotlight of cusa games that game on espn3 that's caa action here this weekend to the ovc and the eastern kentucky colonels will be at the sycamores of indiana state illinois state will be at eastern illinois eastern washington plays at jacksonville state big game there between some powers of the fcs ranks the murray state racers will be stepping up in competition the toledo rockets will be hosting the racers in ohio ut martin and the skyhawks will be at the Salukis of Southern Illinois. The Austin Peay Governors will be going down to Georgia as they play a game at the Mercer Bears. The Jackson State Tigers and the Tennessee State Tigers get together at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis for the Southern Heritage Classic. Big crowd to be on hand there for that one. And you have UVA Wives at Tennessee Tech and SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, will be at their in-state flagship university, the University of Missouri in Columbia, for a game on the SEC Network. That's what's going on in OVC action here in Week 3. And to the Southern Conference, the Battle of Tennessee. Will the Vols actually win 
Will University of Tennessee Knoxville defeat University of Tennessee Chattanooga? That's the question. This game televised on the SEC network. It begins at high noon Rocky Top time between the Vols and the Socons Chattanooga Mocks. The Furman Paladins had a tough loss last week to Georgia State. They were leading by 17 points early on in that game in Atlanta against the Panthers, but somehow Georgia State came back and won the game, and now the Paladins will try to get some FBA redemption when they go to lane stadium in blacksburg and take on the Hokies. this game set for a high noon kick on the acc network the citadel bulldogs will be in atlanta they've got a game against the georgia tech yellow jackets which we thought was going to be a battle of triple option teams but the jackets got away from the triple option here in the offseason under new coach jeff collins and so will brent thompson's team prevail at bobby dodd stadium this game sort of sort of kinda on the acc network it will also be broadcast on Fox Sports Southeast and a lot of places, the Citadel and Georgia Tech. North Greenville, the Crusaders will be going up to Cullowee in a battle against the Western Carolina Catamounts. The Sanford Bulldogs and the Walford Terriers will be at Gibbs Stadium in Spartanburg. The Austin Peay Governors, as we said, will be down in Mercer to take on the Bears. And VMI in a SOCON battle, the Keydets out of Lexington march down to Johnson City for a game against the East Tennessee State Buccaneers. That game at William B. Green Jr. Stadium in Johnson City set for a 7.30 Eastern time kick. And that's your Southern Conference Roundup here heading into Week 3. And that's also the end of the Y'all Kickoff Show. We have covered it all, y'all, breaking down all of the football action. This in our segment here, the College Football Lanyard. But we've gone through all of the other biggies like the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC, plus these other conferences here. And it's been our pleasure to serve. And we hope you have a great football Saturday. We hope you have a great weekend. And we'll be right back here with our fourth week of Y'all Kickoff coming up next week here on the Y'all Show. And I thank you again. This was our 300th Y'all Show slash Y'all Kickoff Show. And it's been my great honor to be a part of the program, all 300 episodes. All of our episodes, by the way, you can go back and access at y'all.com or go on to Apple Podcast. And every one of our episodes are awaiting your free download. A great way to know about the South. It's the Y'all Kickoff Show. John Rawls signing off. Have a great weekend. And from Dixie with Love will take us to kickoff. symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. 
Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Oh, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got. Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up. I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.